when it comes to the holidays, how do you feel? Like what word comes up for you? Are you excited? Do you have a bit of a sense of dread? Uh, does it start to make you feel a little bit anxious, stressed? Or do you just kind of get into a mode of resignation? Like, oh, I'm just going to go with the flow and whatever happens and you kind of just resign yourself to it's going to be what it's going to be. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Imprint. As always, I'm really grateful to have you here today listening to this podcast. Um, I love having this connection with you, even though sometimes it feels a little bit one-sided. So if you've yet to leave a rating, you can leave up to a five-star rating. Or if you, um, if you could spend like two seconds to just write a very quick review, it can be great or love it or regular listener. It doesn't matter what you say, but um, it would mean so much to me. And it really helps spread the word for the podcast and connect with other like-minded people who maybe, you know, maybe there are a few steps behind you and um, this could be your gift for them. Talking about the, the gift giving season, um, that would be a beautiful gift for me if you have got value out of this podcast this year and it could be a beautiful gift for someone else to recommend this podcast to them. All right, so when it comes to the holidays, how do you feel? Like what word comes up for you? Are you excited? Do you have a bit of a sense of dread? Uh, does it start to make you feel a little bit anxious, stressed? Or do you just kind of get into a mode of resignation? Like, oh, I'm just going to go with the flow and whatever happens and you kind of just resign yourself to it's going to be what it's going to be. Well, in Australia, the holiday season over Christmas is Generally, it's a very relaxed kind of time of year because it is our summer period. And as I'm recording this, it has we've definitely had a taste of summer already. I mean, it is technically summer, but it's been very hot and humid. And so I'm getting a sense of it's funny because when summer starts to come around and I get really excited about all the things we get going to do. And then I realize, oh, it's going to be so hot that we won't want to do anything, which is kind of really nice as well. So this year for us and our family, it's going to be extra relaxed because we won't be traveling. Usually we go and drive about eight hours south from where we live to go and visit my mom. But um, she it's a long story, but uh, she um, she won't be doing that this year. She's actually going to come up a little bit early. So we're going to have a bit of an early Christmas with her. And so for Christmas Day, we are actually going to be in Byron Bay, just our family. Um, we're going to think about maybe trying to connect with any other locals who don't have any family around, maybe, um, yeah, looking at inviting people over for lunch, but if not, otherwise we'll just go to the beach. We're going to have it really simple. Go for a surf, <laughs> which might sound crazy for those of you who are already knee deep in snow, but, um, 
I know that, you know, this time of year can, it can, depending on sometimes where you live in the world and what your family traditions are, it can sometimes start to get a little bit stressful. I think especially as we get closer and closer and then it's the the kind of the push to go and get the presents and catch every, up with everyone before the end of the year and all the things and it just starts to feel like it's getting a little bit too much. And I really love this quote from Greg McCowan who wrote the book Essentialism and he said, if you don't prioritize yourself, someone else will. So I think it's really good to think about this, reflect on this and consider that if you are intentional with how you want to spend this time of the year, it's so easy to get swept up in the way things have always been or someone else's agenda or just like the commercial like push and all of the things. Um, it's funny because we get our groceries delivered by Woolworths and the kids have been very excited because they have started to print different shopping bags. And I said every week it seems now that they're doing a different kind of design on the, the paper grocery bags that they deliver the food in. And, um, and so, you know, like I can see even though we don't take our children to supermarkets, we don't take them to shopping centers, you know, even they are starting to get this little taste of, you know, the commercial aspect of Christmas, um, even though we, tr you know, we try and keep ourselves as far removed from that as possible. Uh, it was funny, actually, one of my daughters, a friend of hers for her birthday party wanted to go to a shopping center with a group of her friends. My daughter is in class six, finishing class six. And my daughter actually didn't want to go. She didn't want to go and hang out at a shopping center. So I thought, actually, that's really good. I mean, the longer that she's not interested in those kind of things, the better, I think, you know, and instead, you know, she does things like she's been doing paintings of her dog and paintings of a beachscape and um, making an apron and all of those things, which, you know, for me personally, I, I really, I'm really grateful for that. And, and I hope that that is that creativity and connecting with your own creativity rather than sort of buying into the kind of commercialism of shopping centers and all of that thing. I hope that that lasts as long as it can anyway. Obviously, I realize there's always going to be, you know, a chapter for that. So um, and each individual child is they're all so different. So who knows? Maybe my next daughter um, will be very different. And knowing her, she probably will. So I think, like I said, I think it's a really good question to ask yourself about how you want to prioritize this time of year. And, you know, really think about like, what are you celebrating anyway? I mean, it doesn't have to be about spending a lot of money. It doesn't have to be about spending with people who aren't a priority in your life. And it doesn't have to be about more, 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 you know, more food, more drinks, more spending. I, um, a little while ago, I created a guide called the Holiday Simplified. And if you'd like to go and grab a copy of that, you can go to nataliewalton.com forward slash simple holidays. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. If you would like to check that out, it's actually quite a comprehensive guide. Um, and it will give you, I'm sharing like 25 sustainable ideas for the holidays and some questions. Some of them I'm going to share with you now. So it gives you a bit of a taste of what's inside, but I'm also going to share some other things. And um, anyway, if that's of interest, you can go and check that out. So the first step that I would um, really, that I sort of try and connect in with myself and it's a way that you can help simplify the holidays is to have an alignment check. So 
what I mean by this is really getting clarity on how do you want to spend the holidays? What is most important to you? And how can you celebrate in a way that feels good? Another great question to ask yourself as well is what would make the holidays great? And really coming at it with this intentionality, coming at it with this forethought rather than being reactive, but being proactive in terms of what you want these holidays, what you want this season to look like for you, how you want to spend your time, what you want to spend your money on just because, you know, it's Christmas or just because it's the holidays doesn't mean to say you've got to go crazy and go and spend a ridiculous amount of money. Um, And I think, you know, I think a lot of people right now are sort of feeling the pinch. Certainly within Australia, we've had a series of um, interest rate rises. So I know that lots of people are, you know, there's mortgage payments are, are quite, you know, they've gone up quite a bit this past year. So, you know, it does make a difference when you're just spending, 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 and you don't actually have to. I mean, get, you know, check in with yourself about what these holidays are for you. The second idea is to create boundaries. If you have listened to this podcast at all, you know, over the past year or so, you will know that I love to create boundaries in my life. I find them a really helpful way to just make sure that I'm living in alignment with what is important to me. And I can very easily, um, you know, I can kind of get caught up in things, you know, whether it's like, because I just enjoy doing things, you know, I can get really caught up in, you know, creating something. And so I have to create time boundaries. Otherwise, it just, you know, I'm always looking, how can I make this better? And what can I do? And how can, you know, I can just really wanting to add value and make it take it to that next level. And while that is all good, you know, at what expense sometimes. So um, around this time of year, you know, you can set time boundaries for yourself. You know, how, how much time are you going to spend on Christmas shopping or how much time are you going to spend on, um, you know, catching up with people? You can set financial boundaries, you know, give yourself an amount that you are going to spend and stick to that. It's very easy to get caught up in, um, you know, all of the promotions and all of the things that are out there. You can set boundaries around food and alcohol. Now, this is not to say that, you know, you have to live like a monk and, you know, that you can't have any sort of enjoyment, but do you need to be, um, you know, gluttonous with, with food and drink and, um, you know, like find what balance feels right for you. And it is, you know, this is, there is no right or wrong way, but just sort of check in like, well, how do I want to feel? And how does that make me want to feel? I know for me, you know, yeah, I I generally, I don't drink, but I might have a drink when I see my mom, we might have a glass of champagne, but that'll probably be it to be quite honest. Um, I, you know, I don't really want to feel yucky the next day and I would, but you know, on the other hand, I might go, you know what, I am going to have some pavlova and I'm going to really enjoy it. So, you know, but just be clear on what those things are. And it's always a good idea to create a list before you do any shopping over this time of year or any time of year in, you know, to be quite honest, so that you're not kind of getting caught up in impulse buying. If you don't want to get caught up in the frenzied purchasing at this time of year. The third way that you can simplify the holidays is to look for ways that you can share experiences, not things. This is something that we often do in relation to gifts. 
you know, can we share a gift that is an experience such as in the past, we've done like a flying lesson for my son. Um, and even it's quite cute. My youngest son, who's seven, he has put on his Christmas list. He wants pumpkin seeds and he wants some corn. <laughs> and so even though, you know, they are still technically gifts, um, they are the type of gift that will keep going throughout the year. Um, we have for the past few years, given one of my daughters a gift of a subscription to a National Geographic kids magazine. She really loves receiving that throughout the year. And so while it is still technically a product, you know, it is something that is an experience. It's not, you know, I think it's so easy, like when there are so many, you know, cheap products out there to just give lots of cheap gifts. And, um, you know, I think grandparents sometimes get caught up in this, you know, it's like they're in a, like a kid in a candy store, perhaps because they didn't have this when they were younger. And so, you know, they can buy all these things, but you know, those things, it's like the child gets excited about it for 10 seconds and then it's forgotten and never played with again. So what are the things that are actually going to keep giving? Um, you can also have experiences of, you know, making and preparing food together. It doesn't have to just be about, you know, the parents toiling away in the kitchen. Obviously this depends on the age of your children. But even when my children were very young, I used to love making gingerbread men with them and, you know, doing some different traditions like that. And also, if you are having guests, you know, you can ask people to bring a plate, you know, have shared plates, take the burden off one person and simplify, simplify meal planning in that way. The fourth idea that I wanted to share with you is, you know, this could be an opportunity to choose creativity. We do an annual book advent calendar with our children. And this is, you know, it's, I love the creative aspect of it. I love the fact that it's about, you know, um, a shared experience. And while, of course, I did invest in the books, um, you know, initially, and I sort of slowly accumulated them over the years, you can also do this with your local library and maybe even just, you know, do it for the each week, you know, only have a, a certain number of books for each week or however it works for you. Um, or maybe you could, you know, do it in tandem with a friend and share each other's books. I mean, there's always a way around it with these things. Um, go to your local charity shop and see what books they have as well. Or handmade gifts. This is something my children, they actually did it a few weeks ago and they already made gifts for each other and they did it with air dried clay and they were making little gifts for each other in that way. So you know, can you make handmade gifts? And it's such, it was such a lovely experience to see them all sitting there kind of together, but also trying to be secretive about the gifts that they were making for each other. Can you make your own decorations? This is something that we always do as well with the children, you know, paper snowflakes and other things. And it's just a beautiful way to connect. And the fifth idea is really all about less, but better. So, you know, this is a way that I always sort of try and catch myself around this time of year. How can I simplify what I'm doing? How can I actually take things off my to-do list? You know, maybe it's one less present to buy. Maybe it's doing a secret Santa with your family instead of everybody buying gifts for each other. Maybe it's thinking, you know, I'm not going to prepare that dish or it's one less, less you know, um, thing on your, in, on your menu plan that you're going to take off. Or maybe it's one less get together that you're going to go to. And also I would suggest that if you, you know, if you are going to be buying things, I'm sure you know this, but 
know, really try and shop mindfully, shop small. I always do this at this time of year, you know, try and support the local businesses, particularly this past year. Um, certainly, like I said, within Australia, many of them, you know, it's because, like I said, with all these interest rate rises, um, many of them have been struggling. So it's really a beautiful thing to do is to support local businesses, shop sustainably to, you know, we always have a rule that we don't buy things with batteries because, you know, it just, that's just one less thing to worry about with the environment. So we try and avoid things like that. Um, but there are many ways that you can really opt for quality over quantity when it comes to buying products or gifts for Christmas. So I thought I'd also share just five quick ways that um, I'm going to be simplifying the holidays this year. So one is um, I'm going to actually set a budget for gift buying. Like I said, I think it can be really easy to just, um, you know, just kind of like keep adding and keep adding. And, you know, sometimes I do this because I get excited and I think, oh, you know, I should add this little thing and that little thing, um, you know, even though sometimes it's just like little stocking fillers. but really being intentional and something that we use as a guiding light is the idea of something that they want, need, wear and read. So um, that is something that I always try and use as a guideline for gifts. Also, I'm actually this year getting the kids, they're that little bit older. Um, we always do a book advent calendar and then we do an advent activity calendar. And so this year I said, you know, you guys can organize that this year. I'm happy for you to create a list. Um, I need to kind of approve it because I just need to see that, you know, I, one of my daughters would quite happily say she just wants to have um, sweets every day and we're not going to do that. So and it needs to be appropriate. Some things they can't do on a school night because it's lo just logistically it's not going to work out. So I have said that they can organize that this year. So it's like, oh, that's one less thing for me to do. We're not going to be traveling. So that's going to definitely simplify the holidays for us this year. Um, I have just repurposed previous books for the advent book calendar. Um, sometimes I'll add new ones, but I feel like we've actually got so many at the moment that um, I'm just repurposing those. And like I said, we're going to be making meals together. So I'm looking forward to making a pavlova with the, with the kids this year and um, some of the other meals because they're really into cooking. So, you know, it takes the burden off just me and my husband doing everything. So that will be really nice as well. So. I hope that this has maybe, you know, given you a little bit of inspiration, encouragement at this time of year, looking at ways that you can simplify the holidays. So number one was just to have that alignment check with yourself about getting clear on what do you want these holidays to look like? Step two was to really create boundaries around your time, perhaps, or your finances, what you're going to consume, whether that's food or alcohol. Um, and, you know, really create those boundaries for yourself. Number three is to look to share experiences, not things. Number four is to choose creativity. Look for ways that you can opt for creativity over consumerism. And number five is looking for ways that you can um, embrace less but better. So what are the things that you can actually take off your plate quite literally um, at this time of year? I hope that you found this helpful. As I said, if you want to go and grab that guide, it's much more extensive than this. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash simple holidays. Hope you find it useful. Share this with a friend if um, you think they're going to find it helpful or you think they might want to grab that guide. 
And um, I hope that you're going to have a beautiful holidays this year. I hope it's going to be exactly what you want and need. And um, that, yeah, I'm, I'm just look forward to hearing from you all about it. All right, everyone. I hope that you have a beautiful week. As always, love to hear from you. And until next week, have a beautiful time. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint. Imprint.